Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, international best-selling indie author, Carissa Andrews, and CEO of Author Revolution, the indie author source for all things rapid releasing. I don't know about you, but I am so ready for 2020 to be over. It's not that I'm wishing my life away or anything, but man, what a dumpster fire, am I right? Between the coronavirus and school closings, the election craziness, and missing my mark with Secret Legacy, I'll be honest, (laughs) I'm ready to move on to new goals and a fresh start next year. Are you in the same boat? One of the things I've been doing this week is mapping out what I want 2021 to look like. Now this came in two parts. For one thing, my husband Colin is literally in the process of building us a new office. Well, okay, the room was standing before, but It's had a major overhaul, and he's building all of the office furniture, and he's even creating my backdrop set for when I do record the new course videos. So with all this new energy comes a fresh start in its own way. And I've been going through all of my supplies, the stuff that I use at my current desk, and thinking about what I can do to make myself a little more efficient when we move over. Which should be, hopefully, cross some fingers and toes, by this weekend, and I am so friggin' excited. Secondly, though, I also wanted to make sure I fulfilled a promise to you. Back in July, I did an episode on how to avoid rapid release burnout, and it was episode 39. In essence, the episode was all about taking a good hard look at the way we handle our author business. And in that episode, I also mentioned that I'd be taking off more time in 2021. And not just more time either, I'm talking about more deliberate time off. Now, I found that we overachievers tend to spiral off into this realm of constant doing, and unfortunately, that mentality actually leads to only one thing, author overwhelm, which by the way, we also talked about in episode 13. (laughs) And it's also contributing, obviously, to much of the indie author burnout. At the time, we think that the more we do, the more chances we have to be successful. But in reality, our creativity really needs some room to breathe. Hell, so do our stress levels, if I'm truly honest. Over the past five years, I have been carrying kind of a big burden on my shoulder of being the main earner of the family. And now while this is something I agreed to, I've had to step back and acknowledge doing more doesn't always equate to earning more. Now before you ask, Colin and I have a teamwork dynamic. I'm focused on income generation in the present, and he's working on the plan to eliminate most outgoing expenses for the future. Our house has been in a constant state of evolution because we're flipping it to eliminate the need for a mortgage. Now, without going into a massive story, Colin's background is in construction and in pretty much every possible way. (laughs) Really, honestly, he can do it all. And his job has been to work on the house so that we can flip it and then move on into our endgame home. Now, while this is our current reality, it doesn't stop the stress when money is tight or when special occasions crop up. It also doesn't help when you're trying to expand your businesses. So we've been working on a shoestring budget for a long time, and it does get a little bit old. Now, originally, our goal was to flip the house within three or four years. Well, we just went past year six in August. So naturally, the stress levels of doing this year after year take its toll. I've had TMJ, cervicogenical vertigo, pretty much every cold under the sun, and even struggle with reaching my goal weight despite working out daily and eating well. That's all the power of stress, my friends. Now, why do I tell you all this? Would it have been so bad if I were working for someone else or just earning a basic wage? Well, no, it probably wouldn't have been as stressful. I would have probably been able to shut my brain off at the end of the day, taken paid vacation time, holiday pay, weekends probably. 
but I can't take the easy way out, of course not. Instead, I have to focus on working for myself, and I try to build two businesses from the ground up, all while freelancing, of course. Why not, right? When you go big, you go big. Now in the past, freelancing was my top income generator, which is what I spent time doing more than anything else. But I still had my big goals and my big dreams, just like I know you do. So I pushed myself to work longer hours, work weekends, holidays, you name it, all in the name of progress for my businesses. And I can say from experience, looking back, I do not recommend it. Now, I don't mean I don't recommend building businesses. Don't get me wrong. I am thankful that my author business and author revolution have been picking up the slack for the past year and a half. But I feel like I've been swept up on this train that I can't quite get off of. Now, you know these people who take vacations to a beautiful location and they can't figure out what to do with themselves? At least not for the first few days. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) And it's totally not who I want to be either. The reason I'm telling you all of this is because I have realized that I want to create a sustainable author career, someone who enjoys life as well as writing books. Do you feel me? Hopefully that's what you want for your author career as well. Now, this is part of the reason that I found myself kind of deviating away from the idea of rapid releasing and the way that it's been presented pretty much everywhere. If you're a 20 books to 50K fan, you know what I'm talking about, right? We're talking about that go, go, go mentality where you have to be publishing a book a month in order to make income and do the next big thing. Now, I'm in this for the long haul, and I need to act like it, and so do you. So if you're with me wanting to generate a fantastic income with your books, we need to work smarter, not harder. And trust me, publishing a book a month is definitely harder. So that's why I've been working at creating this course for authors to learn how to create that sustainable author career by publishing four books a year. Now, Rapid Release Roadmap started out as a course to teach authors all the different ways you could rapid release. And there's still a little bit of that inside the course, but now it's all about creating a sustainable four book a year plan. It includes information in there about vacation times and adding them into your calendar too, up front. So look, We creatives, we need to protect this creativity and we need to build a fence around it and set up some trip alarms. I'm telling you, it's all too easy to get stuck in the daily grind and let all of the days slip away. Going back to the podcast episode, which was again, number 39, I promised I would come back here and let you know about what my vacation plan was, my deliberate vacation plan. And as a reminder, There were some studies that we talked about, and in that episode, I was saying that there's an ideal that we should be aiming for 30 to 45 vacation days a year, with at least two longer ones meant for traveling. And I am officially here to tell you, I have gone through all of 2021 and mapped out every single day I will be taking as vacation days, at least as far as I'm aware as of right now. I've decided to no longer work seven days a week. Yes, I am guilty of that too. I know, I know I have work to do, right? So did I hit that 30 to 45 day mark? I can tell you right now, the answer is an astounding yes. In fact, I have a whopping 61 days I'll be taking off that will be counted as vacation time. Now, before you get too excited, I have a caveat. Eight of those days are actually for book bonanza. Both the event and travel time are included in there. And eight days are for PenCon, which also include the event and travel time. So in essence, I have 45 days that are planned just for me and my family 
and not a working vacation. Also, going forward, Saturdays are going to be my day off. In fact, starting this week, I will no longer be working all the days. (laughs) Are you guilty of this too? It's crazy, right? So a few of the vacation days in those 45 did include Saturdays. So with those calculated out, I am now down to 32 vacation days. But that still keeps me above the 30 mark. I can't say it's exactly as sexy as 61, but it's a start, right? Now I have a confession to make about those Saturdays as well. My nonprofit meets Saturdays, so once a month I have an engagement that I can't quite step away from, particularly if I'm teaching. But the good news is, this feels more like fun to me than work. It's a way to communicate with my tribe of local authors, as well as talk about one of the things I love the most, indie publishing, obviously. But when I'm not teaching, I am just there for writerly support, so that's an extra bonus. Now, is vacation the only thing I mapped out in 2021? No, it is not. I truly believe that in order for us to be powerful, efficient indie authors, we need an editorial calendar. And if you want to learn more about that, yes, I have a podcast episode on that as well. It is episode 17. Now, winging releases, in my personal opinion, is not an option. This past week, Jenny, my PA, and I have sat down and we mapped out the next 15 month of releases, promotions, book signings, well, all the stuff that we're aware of so far anyway. This helps us prep for promo images, newsletter swaps, social media scheduling, and so much more. Plus, it helps with scheduling those vacation times so you're not butting up against releases or anything like that. I will be releasing three new books next year, plus a fourth as a box set. And I'll be working on something actually kind of big for January of 2022, but I can't talk about it quite yet, so stay tuned. But all this is just on my book side. I've also mapped out launches for Rapid Release Roadmap in 2021, so I know when they're going to be taking place. For this first year, for example, it will be launching three separate times. The first will be in January, then May, then September. And depending on how things go, I might change that up a bit, but we'll have to see how we feel. Now, the great thing about being your own boss is that you get to decide when and where your launches are going to take place. And the reason I chose four books is because that's a completely doable situation, writing four books and publishing them either one a quarter or one a month in a rapid release towards the end of the year, for example. All of those things are much more doable than trying to run around like a headless chicken and write all the books all the time, all the things, and never seeing an end to those results. So now that I've convinced you, hopefully, about the incredible power of scheduling your time in advance, how do you go about creating one for yourself? So let's go over the steps I actually took to map out 2021. Now the first is buying a desk calendar. Now I just got a standing desk calendar that I could write on and I'll link to it in the show notes so that you can take a look and see if that one would work for you as well. The main reason I go with a traditional sit on your desk calendar is for two reasons. One, it provides an analog way to quickly and easily see your month at a glance. It's always there. It's always staring at you. And let's face it, it's all too easy to ignore your digital calendar and the alarms that pop up. Am I right? Second, when you have to handwrite something, Literally go in and handwrite on the calendar your days off, your vacation time, birthdays. It sends a more concrete signal to your brain about the big dates that are coming up. And that's super important because when it's just a notification on a calendar and the calendar is keeping all that information, it's very easy for it to slip your mind. 
All right, number two, I want you to go in and map off what I call your boulders. Here's what I mean by this. Go through month by month and mark off any of the big immovable dates where you know you have something big going on or dates that you know you're going to want off. For example, map out your book launch dates for 2021 so that they're set in stone for next year. Having those dates mapped out gives you a host of benefits from being able to connect with your editor and cover designer to knowing what dates you don't want to have vacation on. Next, sit down and work out the birthdays, holidays, or other special occasions you for sure know you're going to want off as well. All right, number three, pick one consistent day off at least per week. Now, whether you work a day job or writing is your number one gig, make sure you're taking time off consistently. I can't stress this one enough because this has been my life for far too long. And like I said, my day is Saturday. So what's yours going to be? Head over to the Author Revolution online community and let us know. Number four, plan two vacation weeks. Remember, you should always have two longer vacation times minimum a year, according to that study that we talked about in episode 39. Plan when those are going to be right now. I want you to think about what are the ideal locations and times to be able to put these things in. Like I said, mine this year are working vacations. They are going to be because I'm traveling to two different states and it requires a bit of travel time, not just going there for like a three-day thing. But yours could be just for the family, whatever it might be, plan those out. Talk with your spouse, your kids, or whoever needs to be consulted and map those days. You don't have to know exactly where you're going, at least not necessarily, but just know that those are the days that you want off and mark them on the calendar so that you can make your plans. Number five is plan your smaller getaways. If I don't put them on the calendar, they don't happen. (laughs) Mark off a number of one, two, and three-day getaways, whether it's to go camping, shopping in a bigger city, or even spending a night away without kids. Put those days on the calendar and make some magic happen that doesn't involve writing, publishing, and deadlines. And finally, number six, figure out your promo days. Now that all those big deals are on the calendar, all those big dates that you don't want to mess around with, you can see where there's some wiggle room for your promotion dates. So stop scrambling with your KDP promotions and plan them out and get everything organized in advance. The goal is to create a system that's consistent, measurable, and repeatable. All right, I hope this helps you as you start to think about what your 2021 might bring. There's so many ways that we can create value for our readers, but we have to remember to protect the one thing that makes our books the most valuable, our creativity. And that starts with allowing ourselves to have time to breathe and enjoy life. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Now, if you're listening to all of this and feeling like maybe you're a little bit of a hot mess, don't worry. I've got your back. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 51 and grab the hot mess rapid release checklist. It will help you get a clear picture on your process while you focus on creating an author life you love. You'll also be able to find links to all of the stuff that we just talked about today, like the desk calendar and some of the additional podcast episodes. Now, next week, we're going to be diving back into talks about NaNoWriMo, specifically what to do when you reach the midway point and you haven't even written a single word. Yeah, don't worry. I got you covered. All right, my writerly friends, that's it. Until next week, go forth and start your author revolution.
This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people. Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.